0: I don't care if you have a degree. I don't care if you have a high school diploma. I don't care what your work history is like. And so we find these diamonds in the rough who deserve a chance.
1: Unconventional Life, the show where I interview successful entrepreneurs, creatives, and thought leaders on how they earn their living in non-traditional ways. We will explore how they took the Pathless traveled, what their revenue model looks like, and why they are prioritizing their passion over their paycheck. I'm your host, Joel Schroeder. Unconventional Life, welcome. This is your host, Joel Schroeder, tuning in today from Boulder, Colorado. Today's guest is joining me just outside of Portland, Oregon. I have got Dave Valentine in the house. Dave, are you ready to take us down the path less
0: Yeah, let's do it. I love it. So excited to be here.
1: Yeah, super excited to have you on the show. Dave is a man of many talents as a serial entrepreneur, investor, and marketing madman. He owns over seven businesses that have generated over a billion dollars collectively for about a thousand clients, including major brands and Fortune 100 companies like Target, Time Magazine, and American Express. And beyond all of that, you live an unconventional life. You run a lot of these companies next to mountains, river, three waterfalls using Conscious capitalism and an unconventional marketing approach to rapidly grow your business by investing in people instead of paid advertising. And I know your mission is to employ over 200,000 people and really revolutionize the way that we reward good talent. And I know, uh, you know, your doctor at the age of 29 was like, are you prepared for your heart attack?" realizing that you needed to learn how to scale your business without the stress of killing yourself in that work. And I know myself and so many of us can relate to that. So super excited to have you on the show, hear a lot about how you've been able to sell and scale so many different businesses so quickly and how you're living your life unconventionally. So welcome to the show, fill in any gaps that I might have left out and give us a glimpse into your personal life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I started as an entrepreneur really early on in my life. At the age of 10, I went to my dad and said, Hey dad, can I borrow $5? I want to go buy some candy bars. And so I went and bought some candy bars for 25 cents and I took them to school in my backpack and I sold them for 50 cents. That was really my first business venture at the age of 10. I had a lawn mowing business along the way. I did different things. And then at the age of 25, I started my first company. I had no idea what I was doing. I'd been doing marketing and digital advertising and web development and video production since I was 18. And I really had no idea how to run a company or do any of that stuff. So what I decided was at the time, hey, I'm just going to work so hard that I will overcome my lack of knowledge or wisdom or <laughs> experience in running a business. And I grew a pretty successful company. That first company that I started did over seven figures and Uh, We were having some success, but then, yeah, I was 29 and my doctors like, so we're going to run a stress test. They run a stress test. They come back. Doc goes, Hey, how do you know you're going to have a heart attack? And I was like, I don't know. Uh, He goes, you don't, you just have one. And I was like, okay, cool. What are you saying? Doc, I'm 29. He's like, you're not going to make it to 40 if you stay on this pace. And I'm like, wow. Okay. So then that made me reevaluate how I was running the business that I had at the time. And how did I want to run businesses in the future? What did that look like? What was it trying to accomplish, really? And as I did that, and I also started some personal practices, again, that were incredibly helpful Mm -hmm. and beneficial, like meditation and working out and being consistent in a lot of those items, (laughs) eating healthier food. Mm -hmm. I also started to build businesses that didn't need me to be the genius or the guru, uh, which is what the first business was. Every time there's a problem, every time that there was a big idea, you know, a company would say, Hey, listen, uh, can you come to our headquarters in Knoxville and meet with us? You know, and it would be like, okay, well, I'm going to fly from Dallas to Knoxville and go meet with them. (laughs) And that just happened all the time. And so the way that we've built the businesses since that first one is really in a way that doesn't need me to be client facing and allows our teams to work in a way that we productize services, which is a challenge if you've never done it before. But once you've done it, it's really, really effective at building and scaling. We've had massive, massive growth and we're, we have seven companies right now. We're looking to acquire a couple more actually in the next couple months. So yeah, it's very exciting, Jules, lots going on. We have a really fun team that works around the country to provide services for our clients.
1: You know, I think say, for some people, even the idea of one company, let alone making one company successful is a big deal. And then, you know, your vision is like, you know, having all these different companies. And I think one of your lines is like, you want to have it be so big that governments can't ignore you because the companies take up too much of their GDP, which I think is just hilarious and awesome. (laughs) And it's true. Money controls the way things work. And so what is it in your mentality and also just the way you view life and also the way you manage your time, your energy, your resource that allows you to scale yourself? Because I think even myself, like living the unconventional life, I'm a musician and an entrepreneur, I do real estate, I do all these different things. And I've had to learn how to scale myself in order to do these various things. And I imagine you had to go through a version of that yourself. And so share a little bit about that process. And for any of our listeners that might be in the same boat, you know, how they might be able to do that for themselves.
0: Yeah. So I think first it's mentality, right? So for me, I, I realize if I have the ability to do something, then that means that I should go do that thing. So there are a lot of people that have the ability, they have the drive to grow a business really large, and they choose not to because they wanna keep their life simple. And I actually think that that's kind of selfish. Now, everyone doesn't have to agree with me. I could sit down <laughs> and have a drink with someone and they could say, no, I wanna keep my business small, here's why, and it'd be a fine conversation. For me, I realize that I've been so blessed with talents, abilities, and drive, that's really outrageous, it's really crazy, that for me, I, in order to honor this incarnation, I have to go full throttle and I have to go do these things. And so, the way that we've kind of scaled up having multiple companies is really interesting. I look for really great operators. I mean, that's really what I'm looking for. I'm like, okay, is there a company that has owners in place already? They want to stay on, but they need some marketing and some guidance, wisdom from all my decade of experience in entrepreneurship at this point. To help them get over the hump and really have success mm-hmm. the answer is there's a lot of companies out there that if you just give them some good guidance and you provide mm-hmm. some marketing services branding services as part of the buyout they actually grow really fast almost yeah. every time and we have a formula that really really works obviously it tweaks and adjusts for different mm-hmm. companies and who the business owners are who the team is that's already in place what do we need to add alongside them but for me jules a thing that i do kind of instinctively now mm-hmm. is I'm like oh when I talk to this person, they're a product person, or I go, Oh, this is an operations person. Or I go, mm-hmm. oh wow, the owner here is really a fantastic salesperson. And they just need some more lead gen. Or oh man, they really are great at marketing. They need some other structure around them. So what I do really quickly is I identify the talents of each individual. And I this isn't just true for the business owners, it's true for everyone. And I go, actually, I think you're really gifted at and fill in the blank. Yeah. And that's really the the benefit of also having all these companies is we're able to shift teams around and keep them in the family, right? And so mm. instead of it being like, hey, you're not a good fit here, we actually have people that we we call it graduating because that's how we see it. You're going to graduate from one business to the other in a new position. And so we are able to coalesce a lot more talent. We're able to find diamonds in the rough. And we do things that are really unconventional when it comes to hiring. So we hire Promote and fire based off our six core values that are the same for all of the companies. Because we hire on the core values, I don't care if you have a degree, I don't care (laughs) if you have a high school diploma, I don't care what your work history is like. We've hired just in the past couple of weeks, we've hired two teachers that were teaching 10th grade English to uh, kids of Virginia, and another teacher who was teaching computer science at a school in Texas to do a sales job. Now, why do we do that? We've done that because we have a long track record of hiring other teachers to be excellent copywriters that had never written copy (laughs) before, hiring ballet teachers or instructors to be account managers who end up being absolute rock stars. And we've had people that were just admin assistants to university professor close by who have, over the course of three and a half years, she's gone from being... A junior copywriter to she just got a promotion to being our chief products officer. And she's more than tripled her salary since she started with us. And so we find these diamonds in the rough that are actually just brilliant, hardworking people who deserve a chance, some love and some training. And then we get the absolute best out of them. And it's just amazing what you can do if you love people and train them well, they really can thrive.
1: Even coming back to when I think about the unconventional life and putting people first or values first, the kind of loyalty that I imagine, you know, I know the times when someone's seen something or I've seen something to someone else before they've seen it and you help them on that path to connect this internal knowing that there's more inside of me with creating that external reality. And I'm sure that trickles down and it also trickles down in the results where you know, I know one of the clients you had, you, know, you went like zero to 127,000, you know, in revenue in 60 days using this like outrageous offer method. And so it probably allows you to be creative and to have a team to be like, sure, let's go for it. or Let's try that. So that allows you to be probably more adaptable and responsive. And I'm curious, you know, how has that worked? Tell us a little bit about that crazy offer method. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you're probably trying a lot of new marketing things, but I think a lot of times people are like, give me the secrets to marketing. And it's never one size fits all right. You have to check it out for yourself. But yeah. What can you say about that?
0: It's really interesting, Jules, because in all the consulting I've done and all the marketing I've done for a variety of clients and all the marketing that we do for clients right now, and all the marketing that we do for all of our businesses, there are two things that really, truly work at generating new business. And most people are terrified of one of them. So the first one is not the outrageous offer. It's quality case studies. And here's what I mean by quality case studies. Most people, when they have a business, especially if it's extremely technical, they will have a case study that's multiple pages long and they'll spell out, here's what we did. And here's what the results were. And here's what the time was. And here's what the problem was. (laughs) And no one cares. And so we came up with a formula that we use across all the companies. And it's very simple for case studies. And it's something that Your listeners can take and utilize right now on their websites and their social media across their marketing efforts. So it's really simple. We worked with X client. They saw Y result in Z time. And if you have a whatever the name of the client is, or sometimes you can't say the name, so you say a leading Fortune 100 company or something like that, right? Uh, But sometimes you can't. Then the Y result is like, what did they see? What was the ROI? What was the percentage in growth? What was whatever the number is that's worth it? And sometimes the number is related to their health. Sometimes the number is related to uh, their relationship status, right? And so uh, it could be a variety of things, but then the uh, Z time is really the kicker here. Uh, We've figured out over sending, this is not an exaggeration, over a billion emails at this point (laughs) to various companies. If the time is 90 days or less. You have a really high propensity to book a meeting, to have them make a purchase because that's a short time period. It's way more valuable. Think about what Amazon has done. They've done a lot of things really well to grow large, but one of them is they can get it to you in two days. Like That was not a thing. And so time, the time that we have to have before we get the result that we want, the shorter that is, the more valuable that that item or that offer is. And then the second thing, and this is what terrifies people, is you have to have a great offer. Now, when you have a great offer, that doesn't mean you're going to be cheap. In fact, it should be the opposite. It should get more mm-hmm. expensive. A great offer is really saying, hey, listen, we're going to put a guarantee on this mm-hmm. and we're going to guarantee X results. When you do that, you can make it a conditional guarantee. Hey, we'll guarantee this result mm-hmm. if you do the following things, right? Sure. Uh, or you can say it's unconditional. Listen, you're going to get this result no matter what you do, we're just going to guarantee it. And when you start to do that, what it actually does, especially for high ticket items, your friction to, hey, am I going to get a purchase just disappears overnight. And people are like, cool, I'm just going to go with it. And so this is actually how we scale up all the companies. One of the companies that's kind of unconventional for my uh, circle of companies is a flight school that I started with my brother. And so we took this same idea into the flight school, and I asked my brother. I said, "Hey, what's the best way for us to convert a sale?" And he said, "Well, <laughs> honestly, it's doing what we call a discovery flight. So typically, private schools that are teaching people mm-hmm. how to fly, they'll charge someone two hundred to three hundred dollars to hop in a plane for a half an hour and go check out what it's like to fly." Mm-hmm. And I said to my brother, I "Said, well, hey, listen." why are they charging two or 300 bucks? it's like, well, a lot of people are trying to pay for their marketing costs mm-hmm. by picking up that lead. And I went, well, what if we just cut it down to $80? We made it so that we actually had more conversions for less cost. And really yeah. at $80, we lose money from paying our flight instructor and for the gas in the, the uh, plane and for the maintenance on the plane. Like we lose mm-hmm. about $50 per half hour on that. The amazing thing though is, Jules, we close... of the people that do a discovery flight into doing a full program with us, a full program with us costs $80,000. So I'd rather lose that money right there in the beginning and have an 88% close rate because we had a great offer that made them go, wow, flying is awesome. I really like my instructor. This is a great experience. What a great company to work with rather than, well, I got to dish out two or 300 bucks. I don't know. Maybe do I really want to do this? I'm just kind (laughs) of interested in it. And it's a different conversation to have, so that's that's an example of what. Yeah, like.
1: I love that, and uh, you know, I know you've been able to apply these principles across so many different industries, and there's such a digital push too. You know, I think a lot of our listeners getting online, online products, especially with COVID and different things, people you know moving in that direction. Have you seen those same principles apply in the digital space? And any particular thing that you feel like is really working now that our listeners might be able to check in and try out?
0: Yeah, you know, the thing is all these principles apply to any product or service. And we've done them across the board for companies that are brand new startups to large corporations that everyone knows, you know, AT&T was running this, this thing a while back, or maybe it was Verizon. Now that I can't remember. I think it was Verizon actually. <laughs> and they were running this thing where they're like, Hey, if you come over to Verizon, we will give you any up, any upgrade for an iPhone for free. So we're going to give you a thousand dollar product for free. If you just switch to using Verizon. That's an outrageous offer. They have to it be is? getting that money back, right? <laughs> it's not like they're not going to get that money back. They have to believe that their service is superior, they have to believe that their product is superior to their competitors. So we did this with the company that does e-courses. So they're selling sales training as an e-course. Hey, listen, it's 297 for the first course. We always have like a leader and we say there's a lifetime money back guarantee. If you don't get at least a 10x ROI on this first e-course, We'll give you your money back. No questions asked. What happens is they've seen a huge spike. They've never done this before, right? Huge spike in new purchases. They had over 200 people purchase a $297 e-course right out of the gate. And then here's what's fantastic, Jules. Once they get in the door and they get to experience this e-course, they go, oh my gosh, so actionable. I've never heard of this guy before, but it's so (laughs) accurate to what I'm trying to do. And it helped me out so much. What are your other courses? Well, yeah. the other courses are priced at nine ninety seven, And so mm-hmm. he's got 24 other courses. So it's easy. And oh, by the way, if you want to just do this for your whole team, we can just sell you a license. You can have <laughs> you know, 10 licenses for the year for 2000 bucks. You can have access to the entire library. And so what it can really do if you have a great and outrageous offer, uh, it will generate more new business for you than you can possibly imagine. And then what it'll actually do is it'll give you the opportunity mm-hmm. to upsell that business into a product or service that's really, really highly valuable.
1: Hello, Unconventional Lifers. This is your host, Jules, with some exciting news to share. We just launched our next Unconventional Life event on a private island in Fiji this November 9th through the 13th. This five-day business accelerator is gonna be so awesome full of 75 entrepreneurs, creatives, and thought leaders located on the most gorgeous private coral reef. I was there in June and absolutely fell in love. So if you are ready to head to your next level, you feel like there's something brewing inside of you, or you want an awesome pattern interrupt, make sure to head over to unconventionallifeshow.com forward slash Fiji to get all the details about the event. We are selling tickets like crazy. We just launched this event and made it open. We do these events twice a year. So come connect with this amazing community. Join us on this island in Fiji. Even if you're a little bit curious, head over to that link to see what it's all about, and we'll see you there. Dave Valentine, everyone, Unconventional lives go check this guy out. We'll put all his links up at the show notes at unconventionallifeshow.com. We've also got a great giveaway. You've been digging this conversation coming up here in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about that in a few moments. And, you know, Dave, coming back to, you know, your life, I even mentioned like living in the mountains, by the river, prioritizing yourself, you've mentioned, you know, meditation. I'm sure there's a way that you do practice with yourself that makes this whole thing work. And in my own experience, it's often the hours and the resourcing and the intention I put in me that no one sees, but people get the fruits of that. And on this show, we always like to kind of peel back the curtain and say, what's really going on over there? And I'd love for you to share a little bit about, you know, what you do with yourself um, in your own time that keeps you showing up as your best and able to, to play in all areas of business life, you know.
0: Oh, man. This makes me so excited that you asked this, Jules. So few people ask this kind of question. They want like (laughs) the business nuggets and they actually miss the tip of the iceberg for like the part that's really making it all click and work, as you said. For me, yeah, there, there are some things that I do that are really unconventional. And so some <laughs> of those things are, yeah, I meditate daily. I also wake up and I try really hard not to look at my phone for the first hour of my day. So I'll use my phone to pop in my AirPods and I'll start listening to an audiobook or a podcast. I always try and listen to something spiritual. I'm a spiritual person. So I listen to a lot of Ram Dots or Alan Watts or Byron Katie. And I'm trying to get myself primed for the day, honestly. I love to work out in the morning. So I start my day usually around 5 a.m. That means I get up, start listening to a podcast or an audiobook that's spiritual in nature, and then I go lift weights and it's a way for me to get into it. I just got a sauna for my birthday. And so I do a hot it's cold sauna. cold plunging
1: as well. <laughs> I,
0: I do a hot sauna, and then right out my back door, we have a pristine wilderness that is also a river. And so I literally go swimming with salmon in the morning. That's not an exaggeration. (laughs) It sounds crazy, but it's real in a very cold river. It's very enjoyable and it's very helpful. And then I also do other things. I I do partake in psychedelics from time to time, whenever it seems appropriate. I had a lot of trauma as a child and even into my Mm -hmm. adulthood, gone to therapy and done lots of other things, but I also partake in those when it's appropriate. And then the last thing is I'm just constantly learning Jules. Like Mm -hmm. every single week, I usually listen to two books on uh, audio on audible. And then I, it's not always new books, you know, a lot of times I've listened to a book that I thought was really, really good. And I want to give it another listen. What am I going to get this time that I missed last time, you know, and it's really helpful to me. And then uh, the last thing is I moved to the mountains from a suburb because I knew that I needed to have some quiet and stillness. So where I live, there's just no one out here. And so (laughs) all you hear is the river sounds and the waterfalls coming from the hill on the other side from the spring that falls down. And Mm. it's absolutely fantastic. And so I just don't have any light noise uh, or any uh, sound pollution. It's absolutely pristine. So Yeah, I work really hard to cultivate an environment and a routine that really puts me in a position to be successful.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure that intentionality goes across, you know, 10X and not only in business and other areas and relationships. And how do you balance fun time, you know, amongst everything else and relationships? Because like I said, I'm multi-passionate. So many of us are multi-passionate. How do you navigate that in your life?
0: I find that I have hard stop times for work. I, I've really cultivated like an understanding of how much energy I have in a day. So I will work until that energy is depleted. And then I get up, I make dinner for my family most nights. My wife is an entrepreneur as well. She's a yoga instructor and works with the prenatal people all the time. And so she's got her own thing going. She's got lots of <laughs> stuff happening on her side. And then we have three beautiful kids uh, that are all under the age of 10. So life's busy. I just make it a point to remind myself that this moment is fleeting. Like I'm not going to get today back. I'm never going to have my kids be the ages that they are now. I had this project a while back, Jules, where I started to talk to adults that were over the age of 75. And I just Mm. would ask them, hey, what was your favorite time in life? And to a person, it was really fascinating. They said, My favorite time in life was when my kids were in the house and they were small and life was crazy and we didn't have as much money. Absolutely nuts. We're running all over the place. But if I could go back to that time, I would, because it was the most meaningful. And so what that did for me was just give me this perspective of like, you're in the good old days, man. So you got to enjoy it. So for me, it's like, yeah, we're going to, we literally did this this past weekend. We had friends in town we drove a mile up the road to the national forest and we went swimming in waterfalls because we can you know and we we jumped a 25 foot jump into the freezing cold river and it was absolutely fabulous and so you have to be intentional with the things that you're doing in your life in order to have a life that's worth living and so for me that's just that's in the simple things like making dinner and like having Mm -hmm. great food every day is so important to me. And it's also in the big things of just going, man, I'm tucking my three-year-old daughter in and she's not going to be three forever. And she's not going to say, hey, daddy, snuggle with me longer forever. And so like soak it up like a sponge because it will be gone before you know it.
1: Dave, such well said and such the embodiment of the unconventionalized spirit. You know, I had a crazy near-death experience uh, about six years ago. Most of our listeners know, wakeboarding accident and full-on out-of-body conversation with a white figure, six black shadow council member coming out of an MRI in the hospital. And it was like, you have more work to do. Do you want to do it? And super uh, short version of this profound experience that really altered the way that I lived my life and ultimately touching what's available from the other side and that feeling of of love that does not exist quite on this earth and coming back, it put for me in perspective of it is, it is all in the in-between moments, in the experience of living, that the living really happens. And those goals and those mile markers, it's like so much energy and investment can go to them and then they happen. And then it's like, okay, now what? (laughs) And then now what? And most of our time in our life is not in the goal, it's in everything in between. And uh, I love your reminder and um, just the perspective on that. Cause I think so many of us, including myself from time to time, you know, we have to put that first. So let's jump into the rapid fire round, Dave Unconscious Lifers. We've got a great giveaway coming up in just a few moments. I've got a series of lightning questions coming at you. Are you ready? Hello Unconventional Lifers, this is your host Jules with some exciting news to share. We just launched our next Unconventional Life event on a private island in Fiji this November 9th through the 13th. This five-day business accelerator is going to be so awesome full of 75 entrepreneurs, creatives, and thought leaders located on the most gorgeous private coral reef. I was there in June and absolutely fell in love. So if you are ready to head to your next level, you feel like there's something brewing inside of you, or you want an awesome pattern interrupt, make sure to head over to unconventionallifeshow.com forward slash Fiji to get all the details about the event. We are selling tickets like crazy. We just launched this event and made it open. We do these events twice a year. So come connect with this amazing community. Join us on this island in Fiji. Even if you're a little bit curious, head over to that link to see what it's all about, and we'll see you there.
0: Let's do it. Let's go. All
1: right. Question number one, fill in the blank. speaking about yourself. If you really knew me, you would know what?
0: If you really knew me, you would know that I really do love everybody.
1: Love that. Next question. What is one of the favorite places you've gotten to travel to recently and why?
0: It's a place that I've gone as a kid and I can't get enough of as an adult either. Glacier National Park in Montana is just absolutely majestic. Every time I go, it feels like I'm tapping into some energy or some big thing that's just so much bigger than me and it does something to my soul. So I never grow tired of going there.
1: I love that. Next question for you. When you think about your 16 year old self, if you could turn back the time and give him a piece of advice that you know now, what would you say to him?
0: It's all going to be just fine. It's all going to be just fine. That poor boy was so stressed about like doing the right quote unquote thing. He had no idea that everything was fine.
1: So good. Well, my last question for you is when you think about living the unconventional life in just a few words, what does that mean to you?
0: Freedom to run my businesses from the river and the mountain. Uh, After we get done doing this interview, I'm going to go hop right in the river and swim with (laughs) salmon. I mean, what, what more could you want?
1: Well said, Dave Valentine, everyone. Dave, tell us about the giveaway that you've got for our listeners.
0: If you're watching on video, there's a logo just to the left of my shoulder. It's called VHS. Uh, VHS Design Co. is a branding and design agency based here in the US. And I have some amazing partners on this. Uh, Two women that I've been working with for a really long time that are absolutely excellent in their field. And so one of the things that I'd like to do for your listeners, Jules, is if they want to email me, just David d-a-v-i-d at vhsdesign.co and they mention the name of the podcast in the headline of the email I'll hook any of your listeners that want it up with uh, three logo mock-ups for free so they can see kind of what their new venture or if they decided to go in a new direction or whatever what they could do with it what it could look like it's a really sweet value it's a great way for me to love on your listeners and I just appreciate the opportunity to uh, chat with you and, and speak with them.
1: So good. Unconventional lifers, definitely take advantage of that. I remember when I you know first started my companies way back when seeing it visually, there's something that does it for you that makes it come to life. And uh, even if you're reiterating, so we'll put his email, david at vhsdesign.co up at our show notes at Life show.com. So check that out there. And Dave, for those that want to follow along, stay in touch. I know you're a man of many companies and a man of many talents. What's the best place for people to do all of that?
0: They can check me out on social media. My handle for TikTok, Twitter, Instagram is just at real deval. Um, and they can find me there. Amazing. We'll share those links as well. Dave, thank you so much for taking the time to
1: chat with us, sharing your unconventional story and perspective and for being a guest. living life on your own terms. It was so great to have you on.
0: Oh, Jules, this was such an honor. Thank you so much for having me.
1: (laughs) Thanks so much, everyone. We'll have more coming at you all soon.